guitar is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out The Big Rap Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. Be sure to check out G1 on Facebook and on G1Reads.com. Their G1 Platinum Chanter and G1 Platinum Reads famously played by the 2016 Champion of Champions in Verarian District. Plus, the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there. Hi. How are you all? Welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. Yes, another week has passed us by and the piping world has been full of news. It's been insane this past week. So, um, yeah, first of all, welcome. We are the show for the piping folk. So, yeah, if it's got bagpipes in it at all, that's what we're all about. So, but you guys know the score by now. We're 21 episodes in, for goodness sake. So, if you don't know by now who we are, there's something wrong. (laughs) But hello to all of the new listeners. I have to say, last week's episode, if you haven't listened to it yet, episode 20, uh, where we talked about disabled people having access to piping and drumming. (sighs) Wow. The reaction we got to that episode was just crazy. I didn't expect it to be as busy and as hectic as it was. You know, the reaction, because the amount of messages and emails and well wishes from all around the world was just brilliant to see. So thank you to everyone who downloaded that episode. Um, Also, to a lot of people, um, I can't remember their names now, but they actually sent me messages on Twitter to say that they had forwarded the message to their friends and stuff. You know, forwarded the podcast to their friends and saying, here, listen to this. So, yeah, thank you for introducing new people to the podcast. I would encourage you guys to do the same. Please tell your friends about our wee show. And, yeah, you know, it's just brilliant to be introducing more new people to what we do. And we've been doing it now for over 20 weeks. I still can't get over that. You know, this is 20, 20 episodes in. This was going to be something, I kind of said this at the beginning... Kind of going to be a bit of an experiment just to see how it goes. We always have had the live show on Fuse FM and Balamoney, you know, which is a community radio station, but you can tune in from around the world online. You can go and tune in using the We Tune In app and things. You can listen on our website, thebigrabshow.com. You know, you can tune in from all over. So the live show is always going to be there. So the podcast was kind of seen as us just dipping our toe into something a little strange to see how it goes. And I'm just, frankly, I'm blown away with it. It's just the best. So you guys, the podcast listeners, you guys deserve a treat. Yeah. In my opinion. Now, I did end a podcast there not too long ago saying that there could be a little podcast exclusive giveaway. And yeah, I'm working on it. We will hopefully have an exclusive podcast giveaway that is quite cool to be honest it's going to be really cool um i can't say much more than that other than to please tell your friends about the podcast if anything drop us a review on itunes that helps a great deal uh because what it does the way the algorithm works on itunes is uh once you have reviews or people dropping uh four or five star reviews whatever you know, if they see interaction on your podcast, that kind of bumps you up the list a bit. So when people type in pipe band, you know, it knocks the podcast up a wee up a wee step, you know. So hey, I would be more than happy to be sitting top of the heap, but 
yeah, we're not there. And to be fair, yeah, we probably don't deserve to be there. We haven't been going for years. But with your help, guys, it would be awesome. Yeah, so kind of bring our little show and what we do in our own little community and love of piping and drumming to the world. So if you can, yeah, introduce loads of new people to the show because we have a very exclusive podcast giveaway to come. Ooh, all sorts of exciting. I wish I could tell you more. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm notorious for letting the cat out of the bag. I really am. I've give away stuff on previous live shows on the radio, and I read out the question, and then I read out the answer at the same time. You know, I've done that before. So, uh, yeah, I'm kinda, I've kind of learned from experience now to keep my gob shut. So, it's coming let that be known, there will be a podcast exclusive giveaway coming up soon. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Alright, let's get into some listener mail. We haven't done this in a wee while, but yeah, we have got quite a lot of listener mail. Now I have to say hello to absolutely everyone who messaged in and emailed in and tweeted and all that stuff all about last week's episode. I'm not going to be able to give you all a shout because there was just too many. Um, but yeah, apologies. I could sit here and list the names, shouldn't I? But yeah, thank you to absolutely everyone who messaged in. I think the episode overall was really well received. Everyone thought it was really positive. And yeah, if anything, some people actually said it gave them a kick up the backside to possibly lift the chanter and the sticks again. So. Yeah, do you know, if anything, if our little show can be a small part of being responsible of bringing someone back to piping and drumming, wow, my work here's done. I can retire now, I'm happy. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you to everyone who sent in your mail, you know, in support of the last episode. It did go down very well with a lot of people. Uh, it was a lot of work, to be honest, and it's good. It's good to get the, the you know... Kind of the kudos for it. Do you know, it is kind of cool to see that you guys appreciate it. Now, on the topic of last week's show, I do love, 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 love receiving voicemail. And I got one such voicemail from the guy who sparked it all off. Yeah. (laughs) The guy who started this ball rolling with the disabled question, Mr. Noel Blake. Hi, Rap. It's Noel Blake here. Um, You probably remember me from... The person that started the whole disabled band person thing. I just wanted to say to you and the team a huge thank you for what you've done in uh, answering my question. I think uh, from what we've achieved or from what you've achieved in asking the question of the associations that um, at least it's uh, now in their minds and um, hopefully it will leave, lead to some uh, great things for disabled players right around the world and encourage those people to get in and have a go and, and don't be afraid to have a go and I believe it will grow our community and um, make it a stronger and healthier community by inclusion, including these people. Uh, and that includes myself. Uh, I'm looking forward to perhaps getting back in and participating a little bit more than what I do at the moment. Uh, I teach, but it's not. Uh, I'm limited to uh, going on the ground, or I have been. So in future, hopefully, I might be able to do more and more fully, more fully enjoy the 
this wonderful um, thing that we do. I uh, also want to thank the associations for such a positive response to uh, the question. I want to thank them for making it so much easier for people to participate that have a disability. Uh, I also want to point out to them that it is important that they do consider the facilities that they provide or approve at, um, at different venues for uh, disabled people, not just for people that play in bands, uh, but also for patrons. This is all uh, part of the whole picture, I think, for disabled people. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's been uh, a great positive result, and hopefully it can just go on further from here and uh, be, be a, a, a big positive. Thanks again, Rab, to you and the team, to everybody involved, to the associations for their direct positive answers, and uh, have a great day and keep doing what you do, mate. We really appreciate it. There. Noel, you are very welcome, my friend. Thank you for asking such an interesting question to begin with. And yeah, us here and all of the, and the team and every you know, we are more than happy to put the work in and you know, produce interesting shows like that and answer the big questions. That's what we're here for. And yeah, we love what we do and yeah, but this is this is what we're here for, do you know? So thank you, Noel. Thank you very much for ans asking the question to begin with. We're more than happy to hear from you at any stage. And yeah, if you guys have anything you want to send in, just do like Noel done. Record a simple message on your cell phone or any mobile device. Most smartphones have like re-recorders on them now. And then you click the share button and email it. Yeah, you can send it to email. It's bigrabshow at gmail. Dot com. That again is bigrabshow at gmail.com. Very simple, very straightforward. Love to hear your voicemails. So, Noel, thanks a million, pal. And yeah, I'm really glad you enjoyed it, mate. Thank you. Right, one such email arrived. Now, this was a little bit interesting. Normally, I do kind of discard these kind of emails because they are kind of running the mill to be honest whenever i've been working in the radio industry for a while you get a lot of press stuff sent to you you know they have like press packs and they have a bit of a blurb on the band or whatever it is that's in question and they tell you about how great and how amazing it is um but this one caught my eye now this one came from michelle smith saying hey rab thanks so much for connecting with us uh my name is michelle and i am the co-producer of a documentary film now i was like ooh. A documentary film. Now, this doesn't happen too often, so I was thinking, okay. So, I'll read on. <laughs> this documentary is about, about the Vancouver Police Pipe Band and their recruiting crisis. A common problem amongst many pipe bands today. Yeah. And so, this really piqued my interest. See, once I read that first paragraph, Michelle had my attention. <laughs> so now the email is very lengthy and does go on to talk about what the documentary is all about but in summary it's the queen's it's called the queen's new guard it's currently in development so what it does it follows the band on their annual their centennial trip to change the queen's guard at buckingham palace a little bit of a spoiler apparently they became the first civilian pipe band in history to do so 
So breaking royal traditions. Yeah. So it's a story about brotherly love, legacy and adventure. Ooh. So this got me kind of interested in this whole project to begin with. So what they're asking, they're asking for me to do a little bit of promotion for them and just mention it to you guys about this documentary. Now they've posted it on the Big Rab Show Facebook page. It's up there. You can go and have a look. They have a Kickstarter campaign. What they're asking is people to kind of donate, donate money to try and help get this thing made. Now, on their Kickstarter page, they have various different videos and clips and different things of all what they're putting together. And, yeah, it's fascinating. You know, it really is. Kickstarter is one of those things that's really hit and miss. But this is one for us piping fans that I think would be absolutely fascinating. Because they address a very common problem, like they have talked about there, the recruiting problem. Um, it's very difficult to bring non-piping people to what we do. I think I actually dedicated a whole episode to this uh, where we talked about our non-piping friends and just how do you explain to them what we do, you know? So, yeah, I'm fascinated to see this documentary being produced. Um, certainly going to be very interesting. I know the Vancouver Police pipe on very well. Actually, I've seen quite a few videos of them in the past and... Yeah, I'm going to be dead interested to watch this documentary. So, Michelle, you've got my support there. Yeah, and yeah, if anybody is interested, they're linked to the Kickstarter and everything is all up there on the Rab Show Facebook page. Go and check that out. It's for the new documentary called The Queen's New Guard. Go check it out. That does sound really interesting. Now, I could read the rest of this email, but it goes on for a bit of an age, to be fair is quite long and I don't want to sit here and annoy you just with one giant advertisement so rest assured you get my recommendation on this go and check it out okay (laughs) I'll maybe chat about it more and further podcasts but for now you get the short summary of what they're putting together at the moment so there you go that's what they're at go and check that out now that kind of brings us into piping news. We have very little in the way of listener mail uh, on the Big Rab Show email account. I normally keep the email account specifically for you guys, the podcast listeners. Um, I don't advertise it really on our live show. But uh, yeah, the majority of the messages we got this past week was all about episode 20. So yeah, <laughs> thank you everyone for messaging in. So yeah, if you have anything you guys want to message in about, even if you want to suggest a topic of the week, or even just to give a shout-out to whatever pipe band you're playing in, send us a message. Yeah, email it in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. So, yeah, and if anything, you know what fascinates me? And this is probably really daft of me and way off topic, but I listen to podcasts. I listen to an awful lot of podcasts. But I listen to a very wide and varied range of them. And this is kind of the only piping one that I know of that, you know, doing a weekly thing. The Grace No Vortex guys are amazing, but they're not doing weekly shows. Um, so, yeah, I listen to a lot of true crime kind of stuff. Uh, I listen to, I don't know, like podcasts from Radio X, Radio 1, Radio 4. Gimlet Media, there's all sorts of different kind of um, podcasts that are out there. But my podcast is out there. And what I'm interested in is what are you guys doing when you're listening to the podcast? (laughs) This is a very strange question, but yeah, an honest one. When I listen to my podcasts, 
I'm in the car. I normally listen to podcasts whenever I'm on my daily commute to my day job. So, yeah, I have like half an hour in the car in the morning and half an hour in the car in the evening when I'm coming home. So, a good hour's worth of a podcast fills a day for me. So, yeah, I'm just curious. Are you guys like doing the housework? Are you doing your groceries, walking the dog? I know a lot of people who listen to podcasts when they go to the gym. So, I'm just really fascinated to see... What do you guys do whenever you're listening to me talking about pipe bands? You know, are you on your way to band practice? Have you just finished your practice for the day and you're plugging this into your ears? Yeah, let me know. It'll be really interesting for me. You know, it's probably really sad that this kind of thing fascinates me. But, yeah, that's just, yeah, I would really, really like to know what you guys are doing when you're listening to the podcast. If you want, you can send us photographs. (laughs) Here I am, driving my tractor, listening to the Rab Show. Brilliant, do that. Email it into us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Plus, you can get us on Twitter, Facebook. Just search for The Big Rab Show, you'll find us. So, there you go. That'll be a bit of crack of anything, you know. Good laugh. Okay, I've got my script in front of me, guys. Time to script this thing. It's time for the piping news. Now, the Mid Ulster Championships were this past weekend in Cookstown. Now, for those of you who were tuned in on our Facebook page, you would have caught our live streaming. Have to say a massive thank you to Andrew who looked after our live streaming again this week. Andrew, you're doing a fantastic job, mate. Thank you very much. Andrew done a stellar job and maybe not the best of conditions. Kind of on and off, to be honest. The rain came and when it did, it lashed with a vengeance. But then the sun came out and then you were roasted. So it was capes on, capes off kind of day. It was very, very difficult for the bands. Um, A lot of them... A lot of the bands didn't seem to find form on the day, given the conditions. Difficult to find sound. Um, a lot of bands seem to have problems, which is really disappointing, really, because with Cookstown, uh, the Mid-Ulster Championships being the competition before the next major, yeah, yeah, that doesn't doesn't fill a band full of confidence whenever you're struggling trying to set chanters. So, mm. But let's talk about the Mid-Ulster Championship, shall we? Grade 4B, the results. Let's go through the winners. We don't normally read out the 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, whatever. We normally just read out the winners, because otherwise I'll be here all night talking to you. So Grade 4B went to Kildog, and they lifted the drumming as well. So well done, Kildog. If anything, a band finding their form at the moment. Yeah, so well done, Kildog. Uh, grade 4A went to St Mary's Derry Trasna. Fantastic result. They lifted the drumming as well. You're noticing a bit of a pattern here. Bands who finished first also seem to lift the drumming. Now in grade 3B, my old band, yeah, they're still in winning ways. First place, the Quinn Memorial. Happy days, guys. And they lifted the drumming title as well. Fantastic work there, guys, at the Quinn. That's brilliant. I just love to see it happening. You know, the Quinn has been out for a number of years, and here they are. They're back fighting. And if anything, they're back fighting really hard because they're lifting first places all over the place. Well done, Quinn Memorial. Grade 3A went to Drumlock. Yes, Drumlock, I think we're just slightly happy. If anybody watched the results live stream on the Facebook page, uh, Drumlock, I think, cheered all the way through until after the National Anthem. (laughs) Drumlock, we're still cheering. So congratulations, Drumlock. Well deserved. Drumming went to New Ross and District. So well done, New Ross. New Ross have a fantastic drum corps. If you haven't checked out these guys yet, Go and have a listen to New Ross's drumming because it's pretty, pretty good to be act, to be fair. Now, grade two, 
This was the talking point of the weekend. And if anything, will probably inform most of the talking going into the UK Championships this weekend. The winner of the Mid-Ulster Championship in Grade 2 went to Klaus Kelt. So well done, Klaus Kelt. If anything, fully deserved, really played for it. Well done, guys. Now, the drumming, however. The drumming in Grade 2 went to New Ross and District. Yeah, I just read them out. Grade 3A. So their drum corps won the drumming in the Grade 3A. And they won the drumming in Grade 2. Now, that... Very rarely happens when a grade 3A band plays up that they, you know, they lift first place, especially, you know, in a drumming, you know, they they lifted the drumming title in grade 2 and wow, they, everyone was kind of like, what, what just happened? But whenever you watch the, we live streamed all of grade 2, go and check it out. Not sure if it was the conditions that maybe helped um, I think when New Ross went on, it was kind of dry. Uh, then whenever Klaus Kelt and I think it was Ansborough was the other band. I can't remember now. Um, but yeah, when the other bands were on, they seemed to just be having to play in the bouncing rain. Um, so yeah, maybe the conditions helped New Ross a little bit. But uh, yeah, lifting the Grade 2 drumming title, the guys in New Ross and District definitely played for it. So well played, guys in New Ross. It bodes well for you whenever you go into the UKs this weekend. It should be good. Yeah, so all the best, guys, in New Ross. Now, Grade 1. We didn't really have a Grade 1 as such. We had an open grade. We had two Grade 1 bands there, and then a couple of the Grade 2 guys played up to make up the numbers. Although they weren't just there to make up numbers. They were having a real good dig at them, too. It was good. It was really good. It was good to watch. Now, of course, the winner of Grade 1... Blairy and District Pipe Band. They lifted first place and the drumming as well. So well done to Blairy. That's not to take it away from PSNI. Of course, they were there as well. And sounded pretty sharp, to be fair. It was a real good competition between the two Grade 1 guys. And also, the guys who played up as well. Stellar performances from them. So well done, everyone, in the open grade. But uh, Eric Ward and co. Yeah, there at Blairy and District. <sighs> Something else. They sounded fantastic. Yeah. Okay, let's look at the drum majors. Adults, juvenile, adult champion, what am I talking about? (laughs) Adult mid-ulster champion went to Lauren Hanna of Loman and Clyde. So well done, Lauren. Well played. Juvenile champion went to Emma Barr, of course, of the Field Marshal Montgomery. The junior championship went to Jamie Couples of October. Well done, Jamie. And novice went to Lewis Anderson of the Crozier Memorial. So well done, Lewis. There you go. That's your drum major champions. Now, that's your results from Cookstown. We will be talking about the UKs in just a little minute, so hold your horses. Now, one such advertisement that hit the Big Rab Show Facebook page was a little bit interesting, to say the least. This was an open invitation to all pipers and drummers around the world to attend the next Celtici... Celtici Goitch... Goitjik... Yeah, there's a big festival in Poland. (laughs) I can hear you laughing from here. I can't pronounce that. Celtici Goitjik Festival. Yeah, in Poland. I can't speak Polish. So, this big festival of piping and drumming in Poland is going to be happening soon. And they're asking pipers and drummers to go and put your name down. The link is all up there on the Big Rab Show Facebook page, along with all the full information about what's available. They're asking for anybody who can blow a set of pipes and hit a drum. Here's your chance to get to Poland. 
So, yeah, it's going to be an amazing event. It has a big, big street parade. All part of this big festival that's being held this week at the weekend, followed by a large stage performance by a masked band. So, yeah, this is going to be really interesting. I don't know if there's much of a piping scene in Poland, to be honest. I don't know any Polish pipe bands. I could be completely wrong. Uh, maybe you guys could correct me and send me a link to some uh, Polish piping, but... um. I don't know if there is any Polish Highland Pipe bands, do you know what I mean? Um, so this could maybe spark off something in Poland. You know, this could maybe be the start of a little bit of a piping and drumming movement in the land of Poland. Who knows? Who knows? Or maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe there is pipe bands in Poland. Do you know? Maybe I could be underselling them. But I'm just not aware of them. So, yeah. If there is a pipe band in Poland... Let me know. That would be dead interesting. But yeah, they're running a big festival that I can't pronounce. And (laughs) they're asking for pipers and drummers to go and put their name down to attend. It's an open invite for everyone who fancies a wee trip to Poland. There you go. Details are all up on the Rab Show Facebook page if you're interested. Now, one such news this past week got me so excited. It was ridiculous. Uh, As if the UK Championships this weekend wasn't good enough... Another big, another bit of big piping news dropped. The Red Hot Chili Pipers are coming back to Belfast. Now that's big news for us living locally here in Northern Ireland because we very rarely get to see these guys. And here they are, they're coming back again. Now you guys who have been listening to the podcast for a while, you will know that one of the episodes we had of the podcast was me hanging out backstage with the Chili Pipers as they played Belfast here in the SSE Arena in Belfast. So it was awesome to hang out with the Chili Pipers and just get their perspective on the piping world and how they come at piping and drumming, you know, from their perspective as being possibly one of the biggest piping acts in, you know, secular music, not even that modern day music scene do you know what i mean like these guys are playing pop music they're in the charts for goodness sake um world world famous the red hot chili pipers and here they are they're coming back now i've been in contact with the chilies and i've asked them i said oh my word you guys are coming back i have to get to this show so the chilies actually asked me would i come would i got so yeah i will be going microphone in hand and hopefully getting a good interview with the guys again as they come over uh, to Belfast. So that's why this is exciting news because hopefully I'll be able to bring you a really kick-ass interview with the guys of the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So if you are living locally in Northern Ireland or even in the UK in general, now's your chance. 10th of February 2018. So it's February next year. So I'm letting you know well ahead of time but you can go and get your tickets now. They are available for sale in the SSE Arena ticket box office. You can go and grab them now. Now, trust me, a lot of people got disappointed. The last time the Chili Pipers played in Belfast, they sold pretty darn fast. And, yeah, everyone kind of complained. Oh, couldn't get a seat, couldn't get a ticket. Well, I'm telling you, the gig is February next year. Go now. This is June. Go now. Get your ticket. And then don't be disappointed when it comes to February. When everyone's going to the gig and you're sitting at home. Yeah. So there you go. You've been warned. (laughs) Okay. A little bit of show news for you. Yeah. Us here in the Rab Show. Yeah, we do create our own little bit of piping news. 
we are going to be putting together some merchandise. I've been working on this now for a couple of weeks now. I haven't, well, to be fair, I haven't been working on it that long. But it's been a couple of weeks now, and a few people have um, yeah, commented saying, oh, I would love to get a, a Big Rab Show t-shirt, or I would love to get a Big Rab Show hoodie, or a, or a mug, or something like that. And to be honest, it's something I've never thought of at all. I never thought that we would reach large enough an audience to begin with that people would love to get their hands on some merchandise. So, hey, fantastic. I'm so excited about this. Um, I'm not going to be selling these products for profit. Let's just put that out there now. I'll be selling everything that I can make at cost, okay? I'm not going to do this just to line my own pocket. But I'm just doing it for the sheer satisfaction to see people wearing the shirts. That would just make my year. It would be awesome to see people running about in big rab show hoodies. It would be awesome. So yeah, as soon as I can get this stuff put together and designed, we've had a number of different designs that I've put together. Some I'm happy with, some I'm not so happy. Yeah, some of them are pretty awful looking. But hey, I'm not a graphic designer, you know. I'm <laughs> I'm someone who slabbers on the radio about piping. So I'm doing my best and I will hopefully get something put together soon. And I will let you know about Big Rap Show merchandise. If anything, let me know if you guys would be interested in buying any Big Rap Show merchandise. We ran a little, uh, like a poll on Twitter not too long ago. And yeah, about 70 odd percent of, of people I think uh, were interested. So hey, awesome. So if you are interested in getting yourself a Rab Show shirt or even a sticker or a wee mug or anything like that, yeah, give us a shout. It would be interesting to hear from you, you know, just to see whether you'd be interested in getting a, a wee hoodie or whatever. Grant, let's face it, see, whenever you're over here in Northern Ireland, you're glad of a hoodie, to be honest, because the weather sometimes can be rotten. Now, I was talking about Cookstown competition there up in the Mid-Ulster Championships. Well... That wasn't all the news that came from Cookstown. Cookstown was a bit of a busy weekend because we had the championships, of course, but something surprising happened. The Vale of Athol pipe band Drum Corps made an appearance. Now, this was the whole drum corps of the Vale of Athol pipe band. They all turned up to Cookstown and had a little bit of an impromptu practice. Now, as you can imagine... People were there and they were watching Blairian District and watching Eric Ward and co. And then they were watching the PSNI and they were watching Barney and the whole drum corps that he has there. And people were just, ah, oh, this is amazing. And suddenly they hear this music coming from behind the trees. And, you know, they were in a little bit of a clearing. And people thought, what is that? That sounds amazing. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? That's, you know, I've heard people say, you know, did you hear that? What's that? Do you hear that? Yeah. And then people just followed their ears. Then suddenly, the Grade 1 arena, it kind of emptied. Because everyone went up the hill then. <laughs> to go and listen to the Vale of Ahal drum corps. And it was incredible to see this migration of people. Come on, come on, come on over here. Come on and see this. Come on and see this. These boys. Come on and see these boys. I know there's a band coming up, but come on, come on. Come on and see these ones. Unbelievable. It was like a... <laughs> I just liken it to a migration of birds or something you've been watching, like an, an animal documentary, you know, wildlife thing. It was incredible to watch. These guys were practicing and working just, and yeah, working through their material, stopping and starting when little mistakes happened, little roughnesses, whatever. And yeah, they had, you know, 
a good weekend practice with a large crowd around them. Now, these guys sounded amazing. Not going to take it away from them. Eddie Hoy and Co., you guys are just on fire at the moment. I could listen to the Vale of Apple drum corps all day. It was really entertaining. So, yeah, there's little short video clips up there on the Rab Show Facebook page, as everything would be up there. So, yeah, if you haven't seen that yet of the Vale of Apple with their surprise practice, go and check that out. It's really worth watching because, yeah, they're going to be in action this weekend. Now, congratulations has to go to Michael Brown of Blairian District because I've been talking about this for a few uh, podcast now Michael's going to be raising money for charity and he cycled all the way from Coleraine in his hometown to Cookstown for the competition now that was no mean feat uh, so congratulations to Michael he's actually managed to raise just short of £500 for cash for kids so well done Michael congratulations he cycled all that way and competed with Blairian District in the Lash and Rain and yeah he raised money for charity for his trouble so well done Michael now on to more show news. Our podcast. Yeah, I've been talking about this now on the live show uh, yesterday, last night. And wow, what a reaction we got. And I'm just overly chuffed about it. I'm telling everyone, our podcast has just reached a bit of a milestone. We're 20 episodes in and we have just reached over 5,000 downloads. Now that is simply incredible. I honestly didn't think I would ever even reach over 100. So to reach over 5,000 downloads is just awesome. So thank you to everyone who's downloaded the show, who's enjoyed our podcast. Yeah, thank you, everyone. So again, I would urge you, give us those all-important reviews on iTunes. (laughs) They mean the world. If you're not subscribed, uh, and this is your first episode you're listening to, please do subscribe so you don't miss one, and we'll keep you up to date as possible on the piping world. So, there you go. Onwards and upwards from 5,000 downloads, eh? Right. Do you fancy a free trip to Vienna? Hmm. Now, I don't ask this question lightly because there is an opportunity for you to go to Vienna. The Vienna Pipes and Drums are looking for an experienced snare drummer. So if you're a snare drummer, you're in luck. The Vienna Pipes and Drums are looking for drummers to bolster their ranks as guest player. As a guest player, sorry. For competitions in August. So, let's go through the list of competitions that they're wanting to hit. They're looking to go to North Berwick. That's the 5th of August. They're going to the Bridge of Allen, of course. That's the 6th of August. And then, of course, they're going to the big one. Yep, they're going to Glasgow for the World Pipe Band Championships on the 12th of August. So, yeah, now's your chance to go and play with the Vienna Pipes and Drums. They're looking guest players. So, ideally, they're looking for someone who has experience playing at the juvenile level or above. But, if anything, they're looking for someone who's between bands, ideally. Um, So... Whatever your level of experience, that's what they're pitching it at. They're playing around the juvenile level or above. And they're currently looking for people who are between bands. They're not looking to poach anybody. So, if you are available and you do tick these boxes and you do fancy a bit of a trip to Vienna, now's your chance. Because they will fly you out to Vienna for a practice weekend in July. Now, how awesome is this? Bring your pad and sticks Jump on a plane and go to Vienna for the weekend. Wow! 
I'm nearly tempted by this myself. So, yeah, flights, accommodation, beer and schnitzel are all covered. <laughs> and this is their proper advertisement. So, yeah, that's your opportunity. If you do fancy going to Vienna, check it out. Go and have a look at the Vienna Pipes and Drums. They're looking for snare drummers. Get in touch with them over their social media. Or, at, yeah, they're asking people to send them a private message through Facebook, uh, preferably, so then they can get in contact with you and make arrangements. So there you go. I really fancy a trip to Vienna. That sounds awesome. Right, there's a concert coming up in Belfast that I don't think I've mentioned yet, but it's called Chanters and Skins. It's going to be held here in Belfast on Tuesday the 1st of August. Now that's for me because that's during my live show. I'm on the air on the 1st of August. I can't go to the show. Uh, so it's a, it's a bit crap for me, but hey... I don't know. I'm going to see if I can send someone along to this. Tickets are a fiver, and it's going to be featuring such acts as Alan McDonald. Oh, my God. John McSherry. Oh, my word. And, of course, the drumming legend, Mr. Stephen McWhorter. So, yeah, plus more. The list of acts is going to be featuring on this it reads like a who's who of both the traditional music scene plus our piping scene. So it's going to be... Really, really interesting to check this out. Plus, tickets are only a fiver, and you're going to get to see these guys in action. Alan McDonald, for goodness sake. Yeah, this is going to be one heck of a show. You're not going to want to miss this. So if you do want to go and grab your tickets, and I would urge you to go and grab them, is get to BelfastTraditionalMusic.com. That's where all the tickets for all of the concerts for this giant festival that's coming up, that they're all going to be available there. But this is one for the piping fans specifically. Uh, Alan McDonald, John McSherry, Stephen McWhorter, going to be in action. You're going to want to see this show. So tickets are fiver. Grab them now. Now, shout out to good friends there at the Pipe Band Hub. They've been a great supporter of ours uh, over the past few years. And, yeah, I've also been a, a big uh, ambassador for the podcast. So thank you guys at the Pipe Band Hub. Uh, they have just recently updated their Audio Mac site. Now, if you guys haven't checked this out yet, go to the Pipe Band Hub's website and then click on Pipe Band Recordings. They have a massive library of Pipe Band performances going back years from the majors and some of these aren't even available anywhere i think specifically what i'm talking about is last year's worlds remember when you used to get the cd released every year and everyone bought the cd regardless of the quality was good or bad well now they've stopped doing cds of the world championships but somehow the pipe and hub have managed to get recordings and they're really fantastic. I've been playing them on, you know, the Big Rab Show, the live one, uh, on Fuse. Like I've been using their Audio Mac site quite a lot. So if the Audio Mac site wasn't there, I'd be stuck. So go and check it out. It's completely free. You can go and listen to any band from any year, from quite a number of years. It's really worth a look. Anything for, you know, you guys, the piping fans, you can download this music for free onto your device, whatever, take it with you. Check it out. It's on the Pipe Band Hub Audio Max site. Definitely worth a look. They've just updated it to include recordings from this year's British Championships. So, if you're going to the UK's, yeah, why not take the last major with you in your pocket and you can listen to it on the way there. Now, let's talk about the UK Championships, will we? Yes, it's this weekend in Stormont Estate in Belfast. Now, it's going to be... 
possibly one of the biggest uh, piping dates on the calendar here in Northern Ireland. It's certainly going to be one of the biggest competitions I will be personally attending this year. So, yeah, I cannot wait. If anyone's going to the British, or the British, the UK, <laughs> if anyone's going to the UK Championships this weekend, please don't be shy. Come on over and say hello. And yeah, and get a selfie or whatever. I, yeah, I love meeting new people. And if anything, it happens. You know, the last few competitions I was at, people come over and just say, Hey, Rob, how are you, pal? I'm enjoying the show. And, and, you know, just awesome. It's really, I really love hearing that. And, yeah, just to say hi to people, you know. And this weekend, specifically, I will have the microphone in my hand. I will be there working. Um, I do hope to be interviewing quite a number of people as I'm there because a lot of people are traveling over from Scotland and further afield to come and compete at the UK Championships. So, yeah, now it's a great opportunity to catch up with them and to bring them to the podcast and also to bring them to the live show as well. So, yeah, if you have anyone specifically that you want me to talk to at the UK Championships, I accept your challenge and, yeah, message me. Give us an email, bigrabshow at gmail.com. And, yeah, give me a, you know, oh, Rob, go and talk to the lead drummer of this band or go and talk to the pipe sergeant of that band. And, yeah, I'd love to hear from you. I cannot wait for the UK. It's going to be amazing. The UK Championships in Belfast have always been, since it started, since its inception, it's always been a great event. The venue is just perfect. Let's hope the weather is going to behave itself because recently here in Northern Ireland it has been lashing with rain for the last four or five days. And I'm really hoping it's going to clear up by the weekend. Otherwise I'm going to be standing there in Belfast under my cape getting rained on like everybody else. But yeah, hopefully it'll clear up and it'll be a good, 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 good weekend. Grant, so as I say, don't be a stranger. I don't bite. So yeah, if you want to take a selfie, you want to say hi, you know, cool. Come on over and say hello. You know, definitely. I love to hear from people. Meet new people. Yeah, awesome. Definitely. Come along (laughs) and say hello. Right. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it for the piping news for this week. Um, When we're looking forward to the UKs, we could maybe get into the whole thing to do with predictions and everything. And who we think is going to win. Who we think is going to, you know, be in the bottom half of the, the, you know, the results table. All of that stuff. We could we could get into that. But to be honest, it's still too early in the season for me. People were saying, oh, am I going to do like a preview of the UKs and who I think is going to win? No. Because I can't predict anything at the moment. We only had one major and the results were all over the table. It was, it was nuts. Um, Inverarian District, of course, lifting grade one. And then we had St. Lawrence Atul lifting the drumming as well. Uh, Do you know, you you can't just go by one major championship. It's a long season. So I'm not going to say, oh, I think Inverary's going to win the UK because they won the British. Because that's like I'm going to be discounting shots and dike hit. It's like I'm going to count out uh, Boggle. I'm going to count out Scottish Power. I'm going to count out Field Marshal Montgomery. You know... St. Lawrence Atul. It's just so many amazing bands. Any one of these guys could lift the top prize. Even in grade two, so many amazing bands. You know, Glasgow Sky, Loman and Clyde. 
Just too many good bands. Klaus Kelt over here in Northern Ireland have been playing a storm. Those guys could lift a championship or two. And then even the further down the grades you go, you know, the grades are also wide open at the moment. The season has only really just started. Here we are, it's June. I think we can safely start talking about predictions whenever we hit perhaps the month of July. Yeah. So sorry to disappoint guys, I'm not gonna be going into you know the ins and outs and semantics of results and finding form and different bands, how they're finding sound, you know, have they found their feet yet? Because we've only had one major. So pff, I'm not gonna go and start predicting stuff after just one championship. Give me a couple, maybe even three, then we'll talk. <laughs> Grand, it's time for me to put my heels up. It's that time of the week again. It's time for the topic of the week. Loud Pipes Visual Media is your dedicated resource for coverage of pipe bands from Northern Ireland. Loud Pipes Visual Media specialises in both photography and videography, so you don't only get to see the fantastic spectacle of piping and drumming, but you also get to hear it too. Loud Pipes Visual Media is always very keen to promote bands from Northern Ireland, so if you or your band has an event or you would like a specific photograph or video taken, please get in touch with Loud Pipes Visual Media on their Facebook page or contact Barbara on 07192314022 The Big Rap Show on Fuse FM Balamont Tuesday nights 7pm to 9 They are the show for the piping folk reflecting everything from the bagpiping world Celtic music folk music solo piping and of course pipe bands Bagpipes are your thing. Tune in to the Big Rap Show. The Big Rap Show, Tuesday nights, seven till nine on Fuse FM, Balamoney. Hello, this is Fred Morrison, and you're listening to the Big Rap Show. Pipe Band Hub, promoting the pipe band scene since 2011. For all your news, results, and performances, follow them on Facebook, Twitter. And with over 250 performances on their Audio Mac site to choose from, make the Pipe Band Hub your first choice online when you pick up your phone. Well, now here on the Big Rab Show podcast, we have a regular feature. It's the topic of the week. Hello, yes indeed, it is that time again. Time for the topic of the week. So we have the UK Championships ahead of us this weekend. And, yeah... I haven't had so many questions over this last while about suggested topics of the week. And thank you to everyone who's messaged them in. Emailed them to us at bigrabshow at gmail.com. Really appreciate it, guys. And, yeah, if you have a possible selection for the topic of the week, send them in. I'd love to hear your ideas. Email them in to us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Now, as you can guess from the title of this week's podcast... This week's topic of the week is possibly a big one that will affect a lot of you guys out there. When is the right time to start learning? Let that percolate for a little while. Because a lot of people have a lot of very different opinions on this. When is the right time to start learning? Now, I know whenever I was a kid, I was always told there is a right age to start and there's a wrong age 
age to start. I could just about talk. So, yeah, whenever I was a kid, I grew up in a piping and drumming family. My father was a piper. My All my uncles were all pipers and drummers. My auntie was even a drum major. I had another auntie who was a piper. Uh, you know, I came from kind of a large dynasty of pipers and drummers that went back generations. And it was always going to be something I was going to do. It was never a choice. It was never something that had ever crossed my mind that, nah, I'm not going to do this. Because it was just inevitable, really. Because everyone that we had in our family circle, everyone who had in our friends, circle of friends, whatever, even our neighbours, our neighbours' neighbours, you know, just everywhere. Piping was just our life and it is for so many people here in northern ireland it's just it's part of your daily bread well if anything this is by the by i went to my daughter's uh sports day in school today in her primary school um and yeah the parents get invited along to attend to cheer on their kid as they do the egg and spoon and the sack race and you know kids kind of sports events and yeah, yay, woo, go on, be girl. So you go and you <laughs> cheer on your kid. So I went there, and as I was there, I spent most of my time talking about piping and drumming with five or six different people I knew who played in various different bands throughout the years. And they come over, oh, mate, I'm hearing your radio show. It's awesome, you know, it's great crack, I. And then, yeah, you get chatting and say, well, you're not playing anywhere. No, no, I'm doing this radio thing now. What are you, are you playing? Oh, come on, I haven't lifted the sticks in so many years. You just spend your time talking about pipe bands. It absolutely permeates every aspect of life. It's just scary how it is over here. Um, you can't go anywhere without running into someone from the piping world. It's nuts. For example, there was one time I went grocery shopping. And I hate to say it, but I was wearing dreadful shorts and uh, the world's crappiest t-shirt and a pair of flip-flops and I bumped into like three drummers from the field marshal <laughs> I'm thinking mm, yeah I'm not really dressed to, to to meet these kind of amazing drummers but hey there you go <laughs> these things happen you know especially when you're living in the country that such a band comes from it happens so hey I'm getting off topic. <laughs> but I'm just trying to portray how piping and pipe band life does permeate everything. And there is kind of unwritten rules about everything. Whenever I was a kid, it was always sort of inevitable that this was what I was going to do. I was either going to be a piper or I was going to be a drummer. So there was always chanters laying around the house. There was drumsticks everywhere. Things for me to beat and slap and bang on. And yeah, you know, there's photographs of me as a small kid and I was playing on a, my auntie's tenor drum or I managed to grab a hold of one of my uncle's snare sticks and I was bitten away in the snare drum that I managed to pull out of the case without him knowing about it. But anyway, yeah, and I was always told, don't you be doing that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Even though one of the happiest memories I have as a kid is putting on a, re a record. Do you remember the old LPs? I'm putting on a record, I think it was Shots, I think it was, I can't remember now, but I remember the cover, and I remember putting this on, and then getting a pair of drumsticks, and just battering the living life out of a hardback book that I had, because the hardback book made the best sound, you know, and I was maybe four, maybe five years old, you know, I was definitely only just started primary school, but I have this memory of me 
just battering along to a pipe band record. And yeah, I was always told off, don't be doing that, don't be doing that. Don't, and then I was always wondering, why? Why am I getting told off? Should I not be like encouraged? You know, oh, this is really cool. No. The reason I was told off, even whenever I was kind of honking into a chanter, making squeaking noises, scowling and fouling all over the place, yeah, I was always told off because, you know, don't be lifting that. Put that down. No, never touch a chanter. You'll never lift a pair of sticks. I was told... I wasn't allowed to lift a pair of sticks or even touch a chanter until I was nine years old. Now let that sink in too. Because this has took me a little bit to get my head around. I had to wait patiently before I could finally get my hands on a pair of sticks. Or even at that time it was a practice chanter. And man I was just chomping at the bit for my birthday. I could not wait until I hit that magic age. Because whenever I was a kid, I went to band practice with my dad. Every two days, Monday, Thursday, every week, I went to band practice with my dad. And I seen these guys working away. At the time, my father was piping on a grade 2 pipe band. And I seen these guys working away every week for a competition that Saturday. And all I wanted to do was join in. Man, all I wanted to do was grab a pair of sticks, throw a kilt on me, and I just wanted to join in. But I was always told, sit down. Right? (laughs) Now this makes it sound really harsh, right? But trust me, it was done out of love. Because it wasn't just my father or even my mum who was telling me to do this. It was all my uncles, it was all my other family members, it was even guys out of the band... Here, here, that wee fella's, he's, he's back there and there with a set of sticks. You may tell him to put them down. So, yeah, as much as I was allowed to kind of batter along for maybe half an hour, you know, let the kid play for a little while, but after that I was told to knock it on the head. Because, and here's the reason, I was told not to touch them until I was nine years old. Because whenever I was really young if I was allowed to sit with a practice chanter or allowed to sit with a set of sticks for long enough apparently I could start developing bad habits (laughs) yeah bad habits because even at that age you hold two drumsticks like you would hold two broom shafts you know and then you would hold the practice chanter probably the wrong way around. You know, your wrong hand to the top, wrong hand to the bottom, all of that. And then using your fingertips rather than the piper's grip. You know, using the flats of your fingers. Things like that. Stupid things. You know, instead of playing um, what's supposed to be a mummy-daddy, instead you're just fuzzing it in and kind of <laughs> farting it in instead of actually playing it. Do you, know I mean? Do you know what I mean? Making me silly mistakes, playing things that sound like what they're supposed to be, but they're actually technically not. So you're actually doing yourself more harm. Now that's how it was presented to me. That whenever I hit that magic age of nine years old, that's when I finally got sat down and someone said, Right, what do you want to do? Do you want to be a piper? Or do you want to be a drummer? Now this was the biggest decision to throw at a nine-year-old. Um... So at the time, I said, okay, let's try the piping. Okay, so my father was a piper, and I was surrounded with pipers at the time. You know, my father was constantly working on bagpipes and all the rest, and the house was just always filled with the music, and I thought, I want to be a part of that. So I wanted to learn how to play. 
So, I had a practice chanter, and I had the Fabled Blue Book. I don't know if anybody knows the Fabled Blue Book from uh, RSPBA, but it's the official learner's guide to piping. And, well, as it was at the time, this was like in the early 80s. I'm giving me age now. But, yeah, I was sat down, and I had the practice chanter, and I was taught the scale. I was taught how to hold the thing, I was taught how to blow steady, how to get a tone out of the thing without squeaking. And then I was taught the scale, and then I was learned as a GDAs or something. And then after that, that's when I just kind of lost it because I realized piping wasn't for me. And yeah, I seen the other pages in the blue book that referred to drumming. <laughs> so yeah, I went to the dark side of the force and went to the drumming. So, but the whole question on today's podcast is what is the right age to start? Now, I was told nine years old is the magic age. But why? Why is it the magic age? Now, I have been told by countless people, start a kid to learn how to pipe and drum around nine, maybe ten. Anything past that can get difficult. Now, why is that? I don't know why. Most people I know, to be honest, have started piping and drumming at a very young age. Most pipers, especially drummers, I think drummers even more so, uh, drummers seem to start at a very young age. Most drummers I've known started around aged 8, age 9, and had been piping or drumming all of their days. Along with pipers too, most pipers I know in the competitive field here from Northern Ireland specifically have been piping again from that magic age bracket, 8, 9, 10 years old. And even if you look at our solo scene now, most pipers coming through, who are coming through the junior ranks, are coming through at age 10, age 11, because they've already had like a year's tuition under their belt. Let's look at bands such as the Ulster Scots Juvenile Band. Most of those kids would be what we call primary 6, primary 7, so you're talking about age 9, 10, 11 years old, these kids. So... Yeah, this seems to be the golden age for learning how to pipe and drum. Now, that's not to say, if you're not nine years old and you want to learn how to pipe, that's not to say that your game's already over. (laughs) Uh -uh, Game over. What age are you? You're not nine? Ah, well, you'll never make a champion. Because that is complete nonsense. Because... As long as I've had this argument told to me, nine years old, has to be nine years old is the magic age. If your kid reaches nine years old, that's when to put a chanter in their hands. That's when to start teaching them their mummy daddies and power diddles and fives and all that, triplets, all that kind of stuff. That's when you start it, age nine. At age nine, I had a tenor drum put on me. And through that time, I was learning my snare drumming. Now, whenever I first started, the tenor drum was maybe... You know, about three quarter of three quarter the size of me, and was at least half of my own body weight. <laughs> These are the big old Premier tenor drums that used to weigh a ton, and I could barely carry the thing. But man, was I proud to be carrying that drum! I didn't care; it weighed like five hundred weight. I still carried that thing around like oh, like it was my child. Had it all shined up and buffed, and oh, look lethal. <laughs> but yeah, you know. It was just fascinating to me about how, if I had left it a few years, would I have been ignored? Like, say, I didn't want to start learning how to pipe and drum until I was maybe 15, 16. 
what I've been told to go home. You know, what I, what I have been told by the damn pipe major saying, what age are you? You're 16? Nah, see you later. Would that have happened? Honestly, I don't know. And that's the, the scary truth of it. I don't know if I would have been turned away. Most of the kids I know who tick up piping and drumming do tick it up in what we call primary school age. So you're talking maybe age 9, 10, 11 at the very most. But once you start reaching into secondary education, when you're talking you're 12, 13, 14, 15, that's when it starts to hit a bit of a grey area. And apparently bad habits creep in faster. Concentration levels are down. The ability to hold information is not what it is whenever you're nine, apparently. Whether well, I think this is absolute nonsense, by the way. See, I'm reading this out. <laughs> I'm already telling myself that this is absolute nonsense. And I'm sure you guys are agreeing with me too. If anything, it's a fascinating topic because I know a lot of you guys listening to the podcast possibly started your piping journey later in life than age nine. In fact, I've had people saying that they have retired from work. They're in their late 50s, early 60s, and they've always been fascinated with the piping world and thought, do you know what? I'm retired now. I'm going to lift a set of pipes and see what this is all about. And to me, that is awesome. It really is. You know, I'm thinking, I know I kind of sound insincere, but you know, as much as possibly a 60-year-old beginner may not make it to the likes of Inverary or Field Marshal, they're still doing it for the sheer love of it. You know, hitting that competition field on a Saturday, having spent so long, you know, enjoying the scene, and then now, now suddenly being a part of it, it's bound to be a buzz. It's bound to be a thrill. And that's what it's about. You know, just listen to last week's podcast, for goodness sake. You should know, don't let anything stop you. And age is also another thing that shouldn't. Now, let's get one thing straight. Is there an age for you to stop? (laughs) Now, this is possibly more controversial than it is, well, you know, what age you should start at. The age that you should start at is way open to debate, but it does seem to be a very common rule that you should start when you're age nine. That seems to be the consensus we're getting. I've ran this story before on previous live shows on Fuse, and that seems to be the messages we were getting through. Was age nine, age nine, age nine, age nine. But yeah, the topic that we didn't discuss, and that I'm going to bring here to the podcast, is what's the right age to stop? Now, as I'm sure you can imagine, one of the most successful pipe majors in living history, Mr. Richard Parks, MBA, is still in the role of responsibility of field marshal. The guy is a living legend. If anything, every single note that you listen to the field marshal Montgomery this year and any subsequent year, soak it in because you're listening to history. You're listening to one of the most successful pipe bands in living history. Under Mr. Richard Parks. Now, the topic that has been on everybody's lips, possibly even as far as the last 10 years, is when is Richard Parks going to set the pipes down? When is Richard going to retire? It's kind of like the big question. Do you remember Manchester United football team 
you know, the soccer teams we have here. Manchester United. They were so successful. Winning championships all over the place. I can't claim to be a football fan by any mean, means or even be able to tell you what they won. But I do know that they were very successful. And of course their manager was Mr. Alex Ferguson. And yeah, So he was kind of the guy in charge of it all. And everyone, the topic on everyone's mouth was as soon as they won this big Champions League trophy. And they were on top of the world. The very next question that hit the press was... When's their manager going to retire? So I guess this is kind of, it's not commonly talked about in the piping world, but it is a topic I think we should talk about. When is the right stage, the right age for you to kind of step aside and say, nah, you know, this piping thing is maybe too much for me now, given my stage of life. It's a delicate topic, isn't it? But you know something, as much as people talk about Richard Parks possibly retiring, or even being at retiring age, I don't even think he is, to be honest. Um, But yeah, everyone seems to talk about what's going to happen when Richard goes. Who's going to take over the mighty FM? Will the field marshal still be the field marshal? Well, one such example that I would give is St. Lawrence O'Toole Pipe Band. They recently, not too long ago, um, I say that that means it sounds like I'm talking about last week, but their pipe major, of course, the legend, Terry Tully, he stepped aside. He took a backward step from the pipe major role that he was in for years. He led that band all the way through to the world championships. You know, he led them to world titles. This guy is a legend in piping circles. And he's best mates with Richard Parks. <laughs> but yeah, Terry Tully took the backward step and let Alan, the son, take over. And has St. Lawrence O'Toole suffered as a result? Not at all. If anything, the band continues on from strength to strength, competing at the top level, without even as much as a hiccup. So, if Richard was to suddenly hang up the Glengarry and say, that's enough, I'm not playing anymore. I really don't think it'll do the field marshal much harm. I think Richard has set the band in such a way that they will continue to hit the ground running. But it does raise the question. Richard is still an amazing piper in his own right. The man has so much talent, it's redonkulous. And that's not even a word. (laughs) (laughs) The guy is so talented. He has that status of being a legendary pipe major for a reason. He is so good at what he does. He is such a good player in his own right. His pipe major skills as well. Come on. You know. (laughs) The record speaks for itself. But it sounds like I'm kind of kissing the field marshal's ass. And as much as I am, and they are amazing, I'm just setting this up as an example. Richard Parks, everyone seems to be talking about when he should be retiring. I'm going to raise a little bit of a controversial topic. Let's look at Mr. Bill Livingston. Bill Livingston is another living legend. This guy, have you heard his lament for the children, Pebrick? Have you heard this man playing? Oh, my word. I covered a lot of the stuff to do with the 78th live 
you know, the live in Ireland thing and the live in Glasgow, all of that, you know, I covered that live 87 stuff. And Bill Livingston was in charge of the band. He was El Capitano. And it was incredible to see this guy, you know, just on form. And he was incredible. It really was so good to watch. And it really made you think, why did it, why did he step down? You know, why did he hang up the pipes? This guy is such an amazing player. But yet he made the decision to step away. So that in itself is a question. When do you make the decision enough's enough? You know? So as much as the question is when should you start, you should also be thinking when should you stop? (laughs) Now I know there's some people that have to stop due to physical reasons. Uh, You know, our joints kind of seize up and slow down in our old age. We don't have the same kind of stamina to stand and play, you know, 10 minute medley performances anymore. But, uh, yeah, that's just, you know, that's nature. And that's one of the things that does kind of force people to stop. But is it an age thing? You know, I'm 74 whatever years old and I can still play the Pumpkins Fancy at 100 mile an hour. You know... I don't know. I'm rambling now. But I am asking the question of you guys. And I would be interested to know your feedback of your own experience of, yeah, were you ever told, no, you're too young to start, you'll have to wait? Or were you ever told you were too old? No, you're 37. You're never going to lift a pair of sticks, lad. Don't even bother trying. There you go. Interesting, interesting conversation. If anything, it's going to... uh, kind of yeah form part of another podcast that i have in the works called uh the learning journey i have talked about it before it's one that i've been wanting to do since i've started this podcast uh so yeah i do plan to bring that here to the big rap show podcast called the learning journey that's coming it is in the works i do have a number of people currently helping me put it together so yeah i don't know when we'll have that together but we will so that's it for the topic of the week Apologies if it was long and rambly, but I do think it's an interesting one. Um, yeah, when's to, when's the right age to start, and also when's the right age to stop? Yeah, interesting stuff. Right, guys, thank you to everyone who has messaged in this past week. As always, listener mail is nearly well. It's too busy this week for me to mention everyone specifically, but thank you to Noel Blake for sending in that wonderful voicemail. Thank you, Noel, and to everyone else, thank you. Thanks a million for enjoying the podcast. Really appreciate you guys tuning in each week. And yeah, introduce your friends. And don't forget those all-important iTunes reviews. They really mean so much. Uh, so yeah, because yeah, they bump up our kind of profile in the iTunes charts. And it really helps uh, you know introduce new people to the show. And we love to have loads of new people tuning in and enjoying what we do. Right, guys. UK Championships this weekend. Next week's podcast will be a special one. I do hope to bring you interviews from the field itself, perhaps a few performances as well. And yeah, if there is anyone specifically you want me to talk to, yeah, get your messages in and I will do my best to catch them. So if you're listening to this ahead of Saturday, get your messages in. Let me know who I have to speak to. So yeah, that'll be good. So hopefully I'll be bringing all of that wonderful content on next week's podcast as we wrap up the UK Championships here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Right, guys. Until next week. Hope you've enjoyed this one. Keep an eye out. There will be a podcast exclusive giveaway. 
please subscribe. Please give us those all-important reviews on iTunes. Tell your friends. All that good stuff. Tune in on our social media through the next week. And I will catch you on next week's podcast. Until then, guys. That's me. I'm out the door. Best of luck, everyone, at the UK's this weekend. Let's have an amazing weekend. Well, that's it for another Big Rap Show podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors, good friends there at G1 Reads. Be sure to check them out on Facebook and at g1reads.com. The G1 Platinum Chanter is played by bands around the world, producing that rich, full-bodied tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our Champion of Champions 2016 in Verarian District. Many thanks to our good mates there at G1. And until next time, we'll see you right here in the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.